Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. You know, and that's, again, what, what Breer really talked about when he was on Coward. He said, you know, and then he winds up back in the place with Brock Purdy where he's running his offense again. Uh, because he said that what, what Shanahan loves about guys like Kirk Cousins, Matt Schaub, and Brock Purdy is that they can operate his offense the way that, that he envisions it needs, and needs was in italics, needs to be run. And so he says, and then he winds winds up back in the place with Brock Purdy where he's running his offense again. So part of this could come down to what Kyle Shanahan wants. I mean, does he want Brock Purdy, who's going to run his offense as prescribed, who's kind of got the Kirk Cousins things go, going on, uh, or does he still have it in his head, like I want to add a little something here and some athleticism and arm strength, which is the idea of bringing Trey Lanson. And so, you know, Breer cl- clarified, he still thinks Purdy is going to start or BQB one if he's healthy week one. Um, but he said, if there's a coach in the league who's shown us that he's willing to change his mind and doesn't care what anyone else thinks and is just going to play the best player, I think Kyle Shanahan would be that coach, at least on offense. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting because to me, Breer is the first one in a long time to say, hey, you know what? Like, I think Purdy is going to be the quarterback come week one if he's healthy, but I'm not writing off Trey Lance because of the reason that Shanahan went to get him in the first place. And I feel like that's kind of been the argument is you went and got this guy for a reason. Don't don't throw him away because you had another quarterback come in and have a stretch of success. Granted, it was significant success. And again, I'm not arguing that Brock Purdy can't repeat it. I'm not arguing that Brock Purdy shouldn't be the quarterback. I am simply saying, if you are Kyle Shanahan and you have Fort Knox level job security and you traded a grip to go get a quarterback because you felt like he could evolve your offense and you wanted him to sit for a year, and then you were ready to to put him in, 
and he got injured in the fifth quarter of play in the season. And you ended up striking gold with this seventh round rookie who played really well for eight games. Are those eight games enough to, to not see what you have in this kid that, that you believed in enough to, to draft three overall? You know, and, and when we had Jack Hammer on, Jack said that there wasn't anything that Purdy did last season that he doesn't feel is uh, that that he can reproduce this coming season. And, and I agree to a certain extent. But again, the question mark still comes with the elbow and 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 how long it's going to take to fully recover and get back to where he was. And that's where I'm like, again, four games, right? L- start Purdy on the pup. Give Lance four games, right? As long as, as long as Lance earns it in camp, right? If Lance can't beat Darnold in camp, this conversation is moot. It doesn't matter, right? That is worst case scenario. I don't anticipate that happening. So then it's like, Hey, let's give him four games, right? Let Purdy, let Purdy continue to recover four more weeks, right? Let's make sure that that arm is where it needs to be. And at the end of four weeks, if we're four and zero and and we're scoring twenty three points or more a game, then you keep riding the hot hand until that hand is not hot anymore because you know that you've got this guy in your back pocket. And so, like I said, with that level of job security, if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I want to see what I have in the kid before I jettison jettison him off somewhere else. Because again, I look like an idiot if. I don't do that. We ship him off. He blossoms somewhere else and Purdy doesn't, right? Again, do we know whether that will happen or not? No. And is this a business of winning? A hundred percent. And like I said, I I don't anticipate, I don't anticipate them losing with Trey Lance at the helm, right? I don't. I think he would be fine. It's Kyle Shanahan. It's a Kyle Shanahan offense. It's a Kyle Shanahan offense with Christian McCaffrey, right? That's the other thing. You saw Brock Purdy with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. What what could that offense look like with Trey Lance as a threat running out of the backfield? Is he is he going to run outside zone? No. Is he athletic enough to do that? No. Have we found that out now? Yes. Is that disappointing? Sure. Right? But he's still a runner, right? Mm-hmm. He's still athletic. He still, you know, has a rocket arm. Let's let's just see what we have. And that's really that's my biggest argument is you got to see what you have before you move off of this kid because you traded a lot for him. And does that matter now? No. But it still it still should play in the back of your mind. Hey, not only did we trade a lot, but I really believed in this kid when we drafted him. And a year of sitting and five quarters of play before getting hurt isn't enough for me to be like, "Yep, Time to move on. It just isn't. And I hope it's not for Kyle Shanahan either. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like all these questions will be answered in time. I, I, I really, like, when Sam Darnold was signed, I thought that it was a good QB3 signing because that's the guy, the veteran guy that you keep as your your practice sure. back, whatever it is, right? Like the guy that, that yeah. can come in and run the offense. But then when the thought came in and, and the rumors came in that he's competing for the backup spot with Trey, I just I was just like, what's what's going on here? What what are we even doing? Because if you're yeah. willing to even give up on Trey as a backup, 
without even seeing him play, it's just it just seems so short-sighted to me. And I think that again, that's where the, the disappointment for me in this whole situation lies is everything seems so short-sighted with this from yeah. the drafting of Trey itself, giving up those three first round picks instead of either waiting for a quarterback or rolling with Jimmy Garoppolo for another year, which is what they did anyways, to the way that they played Jimmy over Trey when Trey was drafted. Trey sh- probably should have started more games or played probably. all yeah. of that season because then we wouldn't yeah. be having this discussion right now. That plus the way that they used him at the beginning of last year, and and it was just kind of a haphazard, we don't know what we have here, we're just going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants. Uh, and then now, as I mentioned, Sam Darnold coming in as, as the the potential backup to Brock Purdy. It's just they've there have been many missteps uh, throughout throughout this whole process that they've had. But I think that look, it's it's very hard to argue with what Brock Purdy did. It's very hard to argue with that because yeah, and you can't you can't argue with what he did. You can't. And but I think that there's something to be said about keeping Trey Lance as an insurance policy should Brock Purdy falter because you don't know what you're going to get out of him in the second season. Right. What right. if he goes 0 and 4 in his first four starts? You got to you have to do something to sell to salvage your season. So I'm not opposed to that, and I think that that's hopefully something that they can do. But look, it, when it comes down to it, it's I feel like it's an uphill battle for Trey. We all know this, and I feel like sure there's there's very little that Trey can do to to push Brock Purdy for the starting job outside of Brock Purdy ending up on the pup to start the season. So for me, I just want the best quarterback possible, right? Whether it's Trey, whether it's Brock Purdy, whether it's oh, Sam Darnold, but I don't think it is going to be Sam Darnold. I just want the best quarterback for for this team to lead them to the Super Bowl because they're close. They're very close to, to getting they are. that home. They, they are, are the and as, for several years now. And and honestly, with with this roster, if they can just get competent quarterback play, they're going to win a lot of games. If they can get good to great quarterback play. They're going to be hard to beat, which means that no, Elliot, I don't can't remember your last name and it doesn't matter. The 49ers are not overrated as Super yes. Bowl contenders. And I don't think there's anybody outside of Philadelphia who uh, w- would argue against that. Everybody else recognizes what this team is, what their talent level is, and what they can accomplish. The big question mark what is going to happen at quarterback, and that will be answered uh, as camp starts next week. 